Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 live show. This is your host, Game Changer, and today I am going to talk about Miss Irene Vet. Now, Miss Irene, excuse me, Mrs. Irene Vet, um, she did some numbers yesterday. Numbers that I'm just going to do a little bit of fact checking on because I think that she is either misguided or she is deliberately attempting to misguide the masses. Personally, I suspect the latter. So people are asking who. Uh, Miss Irene Vett is a woman who is married. She lives here in the Bay Area. She's married. She has, um, I think, four kids. However, from a previous marriage to a white guy. So basically, to sum her up in a nutshell for the sake of this video, she is a woman who married a white guy, had four kids, and later in life was able to land a black doctor. And now is saying that black women are choosing poor black men because they don't have options. Well, Mrs. Irene Vet. How do you explain your success and ease in finding a high-value Black man? I mean, surely there must be an abundance, so to speak, considering that after having four mixed white, or excuse me, mixed Black and white children, you were able to find a doctor like that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. That's who she is. And Deacon Dave, thank you. When the tank is up, you will be in it. It says it's working. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is working. Looks like everything is back in order. Um, good news. All right. And thank you for being a channel member. Okay. So let's get started. Now, the first part is a part that um, I haven't seen yet. But I want to cover it because she references it in the parts that I have seen. Really, what I did was I kind of skimmed through the video and went to the portions where she was examining data because she has a very poor track record of doing this. So I just scrolled at the bottom and looked wherever I seen a chart or a graph or something like that. And then I kind of listened to that portion. This isn't that, but I'm curious to what she has to say about here. So listen with me. Actually, I'm gonna just do the audio. million black men are in the upper class. Now we know that there are 40 million black people in America. And I'm Okay, so 40 million black people, 2.5 million black men are in the upper class. Let's let's follow this. Rounding. But essentially there are 40 million black people in America. And based on the 2018 census, they are they wrote an article basically saying 2.5 million black men are in the upper class. Okay. All right. 2.5 million. 
Okay. Everybody else, and I want to establish what do we mean by upper class? Okay, because I need to define terms. What do we mean by upper class? So let's talk about it. Sure. I'm not going to get into the article because the 2.5 million stat I've provided all the census information is accurate. Um, okay, so it's accurate. 2.5 million black men are in the upper class. Now, if we do a little math, she said 40 million um, black people here in the U.S. So if you, um, that's not necessarily 10%, um, Mr. Um, Omar, and that's because um, I think that you are keeping children in the equation. So if you divide by half to get rid of the women, that's 20 million black men and boys. And then you say, take another half away to get rid of the boys. You're left with about 10 million black adult men of which 2.5 are upper, upper middle class, which is, you know, um, which is about uh, 25%. Well, it's exactly 25%. I say about because the 40 million is rounded down, which is very decent. So we're going to go with that for a second. You know, she said it's true. So let's go with this um, in the future. Keep in mind, this is my first time hearing this particular part, but is going to become relevant because she used this stat throughout. It's going to become relevant later. So once again, about 10, or excuse me, about 10 million adult black men and about a quarter of which are upper class. Now, the only way a large portion would be dating, mating, and relating with the ones who aren't upper class is if they choose to, because she's already established that 2.5 million don't fit into that category. So let's continue. Rounded. So the first question becomes, what is upper class? What does it mean when you say I am upper class? And so, so there's no confusion what upper class is I'm going to, and I provided, like I said, all of the sources that I used, I want to define what upper class is, okay? I want to define it. So upper class, there are three class structures in the United States that we use. Low income, middle income, and upper income. When we say upper class, we mean people who have an upper income, okay? So low income is anybody who earns less than $40,100. Middle income is anyone who earns forty-one dollars to $120,000. And upper income is $120,000 or more. Okay? This okay. I see where this is going. So basically, um, of the 10 million or so black men, in this country, um, what, 25% um, of them or 2.5 million of them make above 120K. Makes sense. You know, I'm actually shocked, but um, looking at it and going through the circumstances um, that would beat this up in my mind, it makes sense. It makes sense because black people in general, tend to congregate in areas where 
how can I say, um, the cost of living is very high. We tend to live in large metropolitan cities um, like Oakland, um, which is where I come from, or, you know, New York, Los Angeles, you know, Chicago, things like that. Places where it has a very high cost of living. To where you will, you're less likely um, are going to find us in, I don't know, Montana or something like that. Places where that's not really known for high rent and mortgage or high pay. You know, you're, you're not going to find many of us in Utah. So I can kind of see this making sense. Not saying that it's um, always going to equal a higher quality of life because it's offset by the cost of living there. But nevertheless, I get it. This is net income. I'm sorry. This is income before taxes. Right. This is the income of those individuals. that they have before taxes and not okay i'm going to move forward cuz this is in mind only 2.5 million out of the 40 million black people on this in this country only 2.5. I shouldn't have skipped forward because she's she's about to make her first mistake. Keep in mind, I haven't seen this part yet. I'm going to go to the part where I'm actually where I actually reviewed, but shouldn't have done that. Dang it. All right. Upper class is OK. What upper class is because you might earn one hundred thousand dollars a year. But then after taxes, et cetera, are moved, you are then being pushed down into no longer a three a six-figure salary, right? Okay, so off the bat, she's just basically saying um, 120K ain't shit. Yeah, but after taxes, it's only 80K. Excuse me? You only make 80K after taxes, so you're not even six figures because of taxes. Excuse me? Basically, what I'm saying is 80K isn't enough for my vagina. Hmm. Let's break this down a little bit, shall we? So let's say a person makes 80K after taxes. Yeah, I know that's not how taxes work, but let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's just ignore that. Let's just ignore that for a second. Or let's just say um, for the sake of easy numbers, Let's just say 72K after taxes, right? And that's so I can easily divide it by 12. This person makes $6,000 a month after taxes. And according to her, that's not enough. Notice the desire to always take you down a peg or two. Many B-dubs are quick to say stuff like, you know, when you buy your first home and then they say something like, yeah, you don't own this home. The bank owns this home. It's not paid off. You know, if you were to uh, get four touchdowns in a single game, they'll mention somebody that has five. They always want you to, they always want to negotiate with you 
from a stance of inferiority, which is why they will constantly put you down. I'd like to thank Mana Tomorrow for the super chat. It says super chat was off on your uh, first live stream. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I hit the switch or something. But yeah, it's working now. So basically, you know, a guy makes 120K a year and she's quick to remind him that about taxes. Yep, this is your queen. All right. Right? So that's what upper middle and low income is. Now, keep in, keep in mind, only 2.5 million out of the 40 million black people on this in this country, only 2.5 million black men are actually upper class. Now, this is why I think that she's deliberately being dishonest. Because she's saying out of the 40 million black people, only... 2.5% of black men. So she understands that there's a difference between um, black people and black men. Once again, black people and black men. She's basically weighing the denominator, the number on the bottom when you divide. She's basically weighing the denominator with women and children. When you take away the women and children, you're probably looking about 10 million black men, of which 2.5% or 2.5 million are upper income. You know, the number of 120K before taxes, which she decides to shit on after taxes. Basically, she's trying to um, word it in a way to make black men seem poorer than they are and justify black women dating poor black men culturally. So everything she say is going to try to move the perception into that direction. And I'm here to move it back. Okay, let's see. We're talking about choosing better, okay? So let's keep all right, so that's, and basically I'm just talking when the graphs are up. Let's see, when's the next one? Uh, oh, I wrote it down, 27. 27 minutes and 44 seconds. All right, here we go. This is the one I was covering. Here, I'll just go back a little bit. All right. Actually, I'm gonna do a um, I'm gonna do a cut and copy on this, so so y'all can see it. Give me a second, y'all. All right, one moment.
All right, I want y'all to look at these stats as she talks. And then I want to explain to you exactly how she's trying to manipulate her audience, or she is manipulating her audience. You can tell by the reactions in the chat room. But here we go. All right, so look at these stats right here. And you see where it says black people, black men and black women. Now I'll just read it out to you according to these stats, black men, 33% um, are married, 3% um, are separated and divorced, or excuse me, are separated, and 10% are divorced, 3% are widowed. Black women, or excuse me, and 52% never married. And you know, you see for black women versus all and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there we have that. All right. And she covered these statistics before. Let's see what she has to say. Let's see how she manipulate the data that she displayed on the screen to her audience. All right. Recent stats from the 2021, um, I'm sorry, the 2019, um, the 2018 census, the 2019 release. Okay. So as you can see, Black women, only 34% of, I'm sorry, only 48% of Black women have never been married compared to. Now, right there is the, is the first manipulation for this thing. Only 48%? Are you kidding me? Only 48%. Compared to what, 34% with other groups? You're saying only 48%. So what if there was a stat that said only 48% uh, or excuse me, what if there was a stat that said 48% of black men don't graduate high school? Y'all would be all over that. Y'all would be all over a stat that says, you know, 42% of black men are in jail. Now, none of this is true. But it shows intent. It shows that she's trying to every time she mentions a black woman's negative, she tries to put it in a positive light. And every time she mentions a black man's negative, she attempts to put it in a more negative light. I want y'all to remember that she said only 48%. And then I'm going to bring up a statistic or she's gonna bring up statistic later for a black men that is better than 48% and she won't use the word only. All right, so. To 50% of black men who have never been married. Okay, so black women get married more. Black women get married more. Now, though that is true, look at the chart. Look at the chart in front of you. You see this 33% versus this 27%? We get married more but we're also separated and divorced more. Now she's not gonna mention that. Like, oh yeah, that slipped my tits. I mean, oh, oh, excuse me, that, uh, yeah, that slipped my mind. But we, we, we get married more. Uh, 
Okay, how often do you stay married? Now, I want to point out something. She's not going to mention this, so I think it's only fair for me to mention it. Look at the divorce number, shall we? Black men, 10% of them are divorced. 13% of black women are divorced. Now, I'm going to explain to you a little bit what that means. There are more black women than black men. Meaning that every percent here represents a higher percentage or a higher count of black women. Meaning that if, if you say 10% on anything, it means that more black women than black men because it's more of them. So if I was to say 10% of something represents, but basically if both of these divorce stats were 10%, it would still mean that it's more women, more black women getting divorced than black men. Now, but the, it doesn't say that. It shows that it's actually 13 to 10. Now, this doesn't really state that it's actually, how can I say this? I think that a lot of these guys are getting divorced twice. I don't think that the additional um, 3% represents interracial marriages like hers, or interracial divorces, rather. I think it represents um, them marrying, a, you know, like a guy getting divorced more than once. Nevertheless, they are more likely to divorce than the other general population. And they're also more likely to divorce than black men and more likely to divorce or excuse me, to be separated than all. Now, what you can read from this is that black women are least likely to get and stay married than black men and everybody else in the country. Now, she's not going to mention that. She's going to mention that more Black women got married. And it also shows um, the hidden goal of Black women. Their goal isn't to stay married. And I'm talking about Black women like this. Their goal isn't to stay married. It's to get married. I repeat, the goal isn't to stay married, it's to get married. One more time. The goal isn't to stay married, it's to get married. I know I said one more time, but I lied. The goal isn't to stay married, it's to get married. Well, what are you saying? Well, let's ask Irene Vets tits. Let's see what her tits have to say. Let's Let, let me go back. recent stats from the 2021, um, I'm sorry, the 2019 um, 
the 2018 census, the 2019 release, okay? So as you can see, black women, only 34% of, I'm sorry, only 48% of black women have never been married compared to 50% of black men who have never been married. Okay, so black women get married more. Black. Okay, once again, the goal is uh, to get married, not to stay married. Black women get married more. But black men are married at a rate of about 50%. 50% of black men get married. 52% of black women get married. Black women are widowed at a rate of 18%. Now, there's a 1% difference. Now, I'm going to point this out. I'm, I'm going to point this out. Black women are widowed at 18%, she said. At 18. When we clearly see that it is 8%. Again, we clearly see that it is 8%. One more time. We clearly see that it is 8%. Clearly, we clearly see that it is 8%, but she says 18%. Once again, she's going to, and this could just be, you know, her seeing a one, an invisible one in front of the eight. It could be something like that. But um, she's always going to milk the stats. Milk the stats. Make it seem more um, favorable for black women. And saying that they're widowed at a high rate is really just trying to, because there is a huge difference between the number of women who um, get married and the ones who stay married. But guess what? Even if you add this 8% to the 27, that brings them at 35. And if you add this 3% to the um, to the 33, that would bring this to 36. So you would still be behind your men as far as divorce rates go, or as, as far as not sustaining relationship rates go. Wait a minute, something is not right. Hold on one moment. Something's not right. I, I think I made an error. Okay. No, that's right. Okay. My mistake. All right. So where was I? Oh, yeah. 18%. Let's continue. Difference between the divorce rate. I'm sorry. There's a 3% difference between the divorce rate of black men and black women. So 50%, let me correct that. 52% of black men have never been married. So more than half of black men have never been married. 48% of black women have never been married, meaning that 52% of black women have been married at some point. There's a 3% difference in divorce rates between black men. Now, look at how quick, look at how quick she cleaned that up. 
48% of black women never married, which means she just switched to that quick. Which means that 52% has been married. Once again, more focused on getting married than staying married. Again, more focused on getting married than staying married. One more time, more focused on getting married than staying married. Men and black women. But 24% of black men do not marry black women. So those divorces, right, that black men are having are not. Interesting. Interesting. 24% of black. Now, she don't have really a statistic for this. And this is where she's supposed to like have the proof of everything. This is where she's supposed to be having proof. So basically, she just pulls out of her tits. 24% of black men marry out. Now, keep in mind that this isn't the number of people who are marrying or who have gotten married in a particular year. This is these numbers represent the people who are currently married, meaning these numbers include a grandmother that has been married for 50 years, where the 24 percent number that she pulled out of her tits, I'm sure, includes new marriages. And here's where the assumption comes in that the divorces will be spread evenly across the board. But let's, I'm getting ahead of myself or I'm getting ahead of her rather. Let's go. Oh, let me, Indigenous TV said, ah, yes, the ex-whirler who um, weaseled her way into a pro-black sector and made, and made um, like she was this authority on black issues, shaking my head. Yeah, see, it's, the pro-black sector is really just pro-black women. It's to absolve black women of any accountability. And as long as you have that message, it doesn't matter how many kids that you um, that you bring into this world that aren't black. So clearly we have a woman who is capable of uh, getting a black man, not only a black man, a high value black man. And she was more so in her fertile years. However, instead of for breeding black soldiers to the cause, and this isn't me talking, this is the pro-black sector. Instead of for breeding black soldiers to the cause, she married a white dude. And then after contributing nothing to the black community, because um, now she's here to take. She got a high value man and she's here to take from the black community. She's complaining that black men aren't doing enough when she hasn't done nothing. Shout out to my bae brother, AM1. Um, um, met him in person, cool dude. And yeah, so um, haven't seen her in a while. Um, I've done streams with her years ago. She low-key blew up. She She blew up. Uh, AM1 because she allied with the um, pro-black sector and the, you know, male bashing sector. But yeah. Uh, 
not exclusively attributed to black women because black women marry out at half the rate of black men. Again, all of my sources are in the chat. Okay. And it is worth noting that married black men tend to make up per capita the highest earners in the black community. Okay. Now she, this is not a statistic or anything, but she said, hold on. This is at 28 minutes and 47 seconds. She said something that she doesn't have numbers for. And she said that it is well known. No, it's, it's something that's made up by propaganda that um, high earning black men are the most married. Okay, we're going to go with that. Because this is going to come up later. All right, so. I'm going to repeat that because I want that fresh in your brain when it comes up later. Black women have never been married, meaning that 52% of black women have been married at some point. There's a 3% difference in divorce rates between black men and black women. But 24% of black men do not marry black women. So those divorces, right? that black men are having are not exclusively attributed to black women. Or non-black women, this is true. So are the divorces from black women. Now, no matter what, you can say that black men, you know, um, are divorcing non-black women, you know, at a rate, but how do you say that black women are divorcing at a higher rate? Once again, trying to put it in the best light possible. Divorces of black men and black women are happening. The bulk of that 10% is that. Now, if it wasn't, then the, the amount, and if it was like interracial um, relationships, then the all USA category would be higher. It would be as high as yours. But when men divorce women, it's more likely a black woman, just saying. And this is according to the stats that you presented. Because black women marry out at half the rate of black men. Again, all of my sources are in the chat, okay? And it is worth noting that married black men tend to make up per capita the highest earners in the black community. So it would follow that. Married black men make up the highest earners in the black community. Okay. We will revisit this. And out of that 2.5 million black men who are part of the upper class earning that six figures. That, according to the data, mm -hmm. over 50% of them are married. Huh? What do you mean according to the data? Because according to the data, only 33% of black men are married. What data is saying that of the 2.5 million who earns over 120K, 
what data is saying that they earn more or excuse me that um that they are 50% married could you display this data i'm curious i am so so curious so according to her there is a there's 1.25 million black men that are both well-to-do and married. So it's not even like you have access to all 2.5 million of those black men. Once again, she's trying to preach scarcity. She apparently you do. Apparently you do, right? Oh, yes, I have access to them. It was easy. I just took me and my four mixed children and we just went out and got a high value black man. It was easy peasy titty squeezy. But for you, black woman, oh, no, 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 you, you can't do that. It's impossible. But keep in mind, she hasn't displayed anything that says half the guys on top are married, even though, once again, what we see is only 33%, or I should just say 33% are, um, are currently married. Hmm. So we know that the black male population is smaller than the female population from birth. That a significant part of the from birth, or is it because that black women live longer than black men? Now, if you look at the widow statistic, it makes sense. It makes sense that, and keep in mind that every race of men have more women, or every here in the U.S., every race has more. Um, women than men simply because men die due to circumstances, live in dangerous lifestyles, and we just have shorter lifespans. But generally, um, what that means is that um, you take the average lifespan of a man, a black man, and the average lifespan of a black woman, and all the women who are alive after the lifespan, um, after a black man, is going to count towards the woman's side. So there's always going to be more women than men unless there's extenuating circumstances like there is in China. Generally speaking, there's always going to be more women than men. But no, it's not at birth, sweetie. It's at death. She's lucky she has big tits. Okay. Black male population is incarcerated. One in every five is arrested. 2,000 in every 100,000 are in prison. Now, got to point this out. Y'all see what she's doing? I'm going to take what she said as truth. 2,000 out of every 100,000. That's 2%.
2%. That's how fat my milk is. Once again, a person could see a glass of milk. I say milk a lot because titties. A person could see a glass of milk and say, you know something? This glass is 2% empty. You know that because nobody ever actually, nobody ever actually fills up the milk to the top of the brim and say 100%, you know, you got to leave so, so it doesn't spill. But some people will say, oh, this glass is 2% empty. But a normal person would say that it is 98% full. It's 98% full. And you're saying, oh, you know, see, but she don't want to say 2%. Because 2% sounds negligible. And it is. Look at, the, look at the number on your screen. Look at the numbers here on your screen. If you add them up, let's just say for a black man, 33 plus 3 plus 10 plus 3 plus 52 is 101. It's not 100%. Also, 27 plus 4 plus 13 plus 8 plus 48 is also 101%. Why is that irrelevant? Because 1% is irrelevant. And 2% is irrelevant. But she's going to try to manipulate the stats to say 2,000, 2,000 out of every 100,000. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Doing the math. Oh, that's only 2%. 2,000. She's going to try to make it seem as bad as possible. She is trying to milk the stats. So I am going to correct you. 98,000. Out of 100,000 black men are free. I repeat, 98,000 out of 100,000 black men are free. Let's use your statistics and let's put it in a different light. 98,000 out of 100,000 black men are free. Nice tits. Let's continue. And that is not counting those in the county jails and those awaiting trial incarcerated. We know that upwards of 50% of the 2.5 million vetable black men who are part of the upper class, that those six-figure earners, are married. We don't know that. Once again, only 30% of men are married. Or um, 33% of black, or excuse me, 33% um, of black men are married. You're just assuming that half of those of the um, amount listed are high earners. You're just coming out of your tits with this. And then you say, we know, but you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be presenting the facts with this. 
they're married. So you don't even have access. So so you don't even have access. Scarcity, scarcity. Um, but you did, sweetie. If a woman with four kids has that have access, then yeah, there's access. All right, give me a second. Let me bring up the next stat. Before I talk about it. All right, give me a second. All right, let me find out where she goes into this. Here we go. So when we look at the income brackets of black people, mm -hmm. only 3% of black people are earning. Of black people or black households? of black people or black households? 200K, only 4% of black people. Black households. Again, black households. Are earning over 150K. So we're looking at four, five, six, seven percent of the black population, okay? Black households. Seven percent of the black population. Black households. Now, this is in comparison to the working class, the poor working class, and those that are completely broke, which make up over 50 percent of black people. Black households. Black households. Hear what I'm saying. I'm Over listening. 50% of black people. Black households. Are somewhere between. Working class and poverty. In fact. The working class in poverty. And the poverty. Impoverished black people. Make up. Black households. Up a higher percentage of black people. Than the working class. So why are we on YouTube talking about high-value black men? Well, why are you spitting stats about black households and then talking about black men? You see, here's the thing. Here's the th and this is why I keep pointing out that this is black households. Sweetie, if you're not married, then your household income is going to be shit. Again, if you are not marrying, then your household income is going to be shit. Let's just say you're a man who makes 110K, right? 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 Now, you fall into the 
middle class, 33, um, 36% here, right? 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 Let's say a black guy and a white guy makes 110K, except the white guy just so happens to be married to a woman who makes 45K. Oh, he all of a sudden gets boosted into the upper middle class. While the black guy's household is still in the 110K because he's not married. Oh, oh, that's why Game Changer kept saying household. That's right. This is, this number is because black households consist of individual earners. Why? Because we are single, as you proven, Miss Tits, with your previous statistics, meaning that our household consists of fewer people. Oh, crap. So you mean to tell me that we're comparing single Black men and women with entire families of other people? Oh, so does that mean that this is almost completely bullshit? No, it's 52% bullshit for Black men. So she's using the household stats to hold the men accountable. Let's break this down some more. Let's just say you are a guy, a single guy who makes 24K. And you are considered working class slash poverty. And you walk up to a chick that works at Walmart. Let's just say she brings home a thousand a month because she works part time, right? So she could add the twelve k to your twenty four k, and y'all would be in the working class. However, in the black community, she feels that it's better to ride the carousel. and keep her 12K to herself. So she would be in poverty. So instead of for having one household that's working class, we have two households, one that is working class slash poverty and the other that is in poverty. We can do this all day. Like if you had, if you had two people both making 14K and they got together and made a household, then this would go up. Then you would basically take the two people out of poverty and put them in the working class. Ah, you see how that works? Or if you had the two people that were in working class, you would take them out of poverty and or um, working class slash poverty and and there and 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 the same as if you did this there and then this there, you can't you can't compare households against individuals. Once again, you can't compare households against individuals. But because there are so few black households. 
she can look at these stats and say that and assume that this is a stats of individuals, that these are statistics of individuals. Because unfortunately, like myself and like Keith Lamont, shout out to him, far too many black households are of individuals. My household income is my individual income. However, Brad's household income is his wife's income, his income. And if the kids work at Cracker Barrel, their income too. Oh, now I get it. You're lucky you have big tits. Why is the argument black women are choosing poorly and not choosing? Actually, the argument is they're choosing poorly or not at all. They're choosing poorly or not at all high value black men because they love Pookie and Ray Ray. My question is, according to the vetifiable IRS governmental, I claim my income stats, most black people are not. Most black households, most black household. High value fiscally. Most black households. Most black men don't have most black households money fiscally. Of the 15 to 16 million black men above the age of 18 in this 15 to 16 million black. Okay. 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 So she said earlier, she said earlier that um, she estimated around 40 percent this country is made up about 40 percent black people or excuse me 40 million black people of which 15 to 16 percent are adult men so the women and children population is only 27 what wait 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 um i'm sorry like 24 uh, percent Something is not adding up. Because generally speaking, the the women make up more than half of the population. So it means that the women alone would be over 20%. You're saying that, you know, only 4 million are children? So you see, this is her attempt to juke the stats. Once again, she's juking the stats. Every time she's given license to estimate something, it's always to the disfavor of black men. Country, only 2.5 million are actually upper class and 50% of those men are married. Here, let's do this. Google. Oh, also, she keeps throwing that 50% of the 2.5 million. She keeps throwing out there 
that she got out of nowhere, that she's going to disprove herself later on in this conversation. She's she's um, that half of the well-to-do men are married, but she's going to contradict herself in a second. All right, hold on. Let's see. All right. trying to get like an accurate count of the number of black men. Uh, Uh, it doesn't get like it doesn't get by number. So yeah, so she's just using that to uh, juke the stats in her favor. However, two point five million is a lot, whether it's ten million black men or fifteen. But notice, and that's another thing. That's another thing. Notice how when she's talking about jail or prison or something, two thousand out of every hundred thousand. But when you're talking about, you know, um, have have upper income, it's only 2.5 million. Notice that? Y'all peep the tactics, right? Now, let's just say that, um, well, first of all, let's take the number down to 2 million, just for the sake of everything, right? If that represented 2% of the black male population, then we would have 100 million black men in this country. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that to say that it is significantly more, significantly more upper middle class black men than there are in prison. Yet she will not present the stats that way. She will never present that stats that way. And of the people who are not a part of that class, 2,000 every out of every 100,000 are incarcerated. And this... 2,000 out of every 100,000. Does not include those who are in county jails and awaiting trial. So then my question becomes, why are we fighting amongst ourselves about black women choosing something that is virtually non-existent in our population? Um, but it does exist. You found one with ease. And if you could find it, imagine what a chick without an attitude fake hair or fat, because that's what you presented to your husband. So it seems as though all you have to do is not have an attitude, not be not be fat and have your real hair. And you get a doctor, even if you have four kids. But that's not the problem. 
the problem is, even though there are more high value black men than there are um, men in jail, they can't seem to find one. Is the reality not that black women are simply choosing black men and they are choosing black men where they are at in their socioeconomic status, and it is not based on black women having some fetish for bad guys. Unless you're claiming that the majority of the black male population, men, unless the men are claiming that the majority of the black male population is substandard. And if that is not your argument, then perhaps we should really back off of the high value man and black women choosing better conversation. See, I don't have that argument. I don't think that it's a matter of black women choosing better. I just think that they are low value themselves, that far too many of them are qualified. Or excuse me, are not qualified for the 2.5 million black men. Far too many. All right. and have another conversation about the state of our people in this country. And there we go. See, this is her just trying to move the topic away from black women and into black men. But I want to I want to continue. I want to continue. Okay, continue. I want to continue because I want to really speak to even when black women get married even when black women get married, because it's really important that we understand that the higher earning black people are elevating the statistics for everybody. Okay. The higher earning black people are elevating the statistics for everybody. Okay. And I'm going to show an example of this. Please. An example of this is when you do have black women and black men who marry each other, mm -hmm. because our people are so poor, because our people are so poor, mm -hmm. let me make this a little smaller and a little bigger. Mm -hmm. Because our people are so poor. Mm -hmm. You said it three times. Even when we look at the wealth of black families, households where people are married, the income is only $17,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Hear what I'm saying. I hear even what you're when. But see, I hear what you're saying. You're saying that even when the um, people are married, the income is still very low. But isn't that um, proof that it seems as though only low income people are getting married? Which would give credence to what we were saying that these women are choosing to marry low income people. This is what she's talking about here. Okay, so this is um, basically uh, the median, and I'm gonna explain to, um, to people what that means in a moment. This is what the median income of black families is in the black community, the median. And this is what non-Hispanic whites is. Now, let's listen to what she has to say about that. Because the majority, over 50% of the black population does not have money. Um, okay, let's go with that. 
even though, once again, that's black families, but let's go with that for a second. Over 50% of the adult black male population makes more than 17,150. Once again, over 50%, well over 50%, makes more than $17,150. Now, what does median mean? Median means that out of the sample populations, they took the one in the middle. It's not the average, but it's actually better for this uh, particular case because when we're talking about something like income, it is weighed heavily with the extraordinarily wealthy. But it means that half the people sampled, half the families sampled, make less than $17,150. Meaning that half the people in this particular sample that got married, married a guy that makes less than $17,150. $150. And that's combined. Jerome Whiteside, damn, we doing bad. No, we're not doing bad. We're doing better. Basically, the only people who are marrying, at least half of them, are the people with nothing to lose. What do you have to lose if you make a combined income of $17,150? It's nothing to lose in that. What, are you going to take half of that? If a person can live off $17,000, then they could live off of, you know, um, they could live off of half of that. They could live off of, uh, what, like $8,000. All right, so, but what was I going with this? Um, she said half, oh, okay. So I want y'all to remember before. In fact, I put the timestamp down for a reason. So let me go back to that. Um, hold on. Oh wait, I thought I put the timestamp down. Let me see. Oh yeah. All right, so this is 35, so let me go back to 28. At least I think it is, hold on. But 24% of black men do not marry black women. So those divorces, right? that black men are having are not exclusively attributed to black women uh -huh. because black women marry out at half the rate of black men. Uh -huh. Again, all of my sources are in the chat. Okay. And it is worth noting. Hit the like button people. That married black men tend to make up per capita, the highest earners in the black community. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Married black men make up the highest earners in the black community, $17,150.
Married black men make up the highest earners in the black community, $17,150. Married black men, um, high earning black men make up more than half the, the uh, wait, what is it? High earning black, here, let her say it. And it is worth noting that married black men tend to make up per capita the highest earners in the black community. Huh? Married black men make up the highest earners of the black community. And she say that while we are looking at a stat saying that the, the median household income of black families is $17,150. She is lying, lying, lying. She is lying, lying, lying. This is a lie. For her to say, so basically she was saying this earlier to make it seem like the guys aren't available. that the 2.5 million high earning black men are not available because they're already married. But when we look at who is married, it seems like a bunch of dudes that make less than $17,150 a year. Yeah, I'm not talking about when she was using the household stats. I'm talking about earlier when she was saying that um, she just said out of she just pulled out of her tits that um, that high earning men, high earning black men tend to be married more. And then later she bring out that, you know, um, of the married households, because it says wealth of black families. It's seventeen thousand and fifty dollars. The two statements do not match. She is lying. She is manipulating her audience. So she proved in this video that the 2.5 million guys exist. They exist. However, the women are choosing, choosing to be with the guys who make less than $17,150. So on one hand, we have the, the 2% who are um, in jail. And, we all, and on the other hand, we have the 2.5 million who are high earnings. It does seem as though they are picking from this end of the pool more than the other one. Now, looking at this, the 19% poverty in families are, it seems like that seems to be heavily weighed with the combined income. meaning that these people are married. 
according to what she later says here. Meaning that they can't combine their impoverished income and move out of that. That is their combined income. However, the people in the middle, because they are largely single, because remember, half the married people are in this category, which means that only the remaining half, only the remaining 50% can be in this category, are not coming together. And they're not coming together for the reasons that we see on Kevin Samuel's show, like the women in the middle class care, uh, category are looking to get with the men in the top category and they are remaining in the middle class until it happens. Same with the working class and, you know, and it goes down the list. But no more lies. So this is a clear example of choice. This is a clear example of women choosing to be with poorer guys. Not necessarily Pookie and Ray Ray, just poorer guys. For a long-term relationships. We know that it exists. And actually, she's going to explain later. She's going to prove my point later that higher earning black men do exist. All right. In fact, let me go to that right now. Oh, but again, the 50% um, of the higher earning black men are not married. If so, this would not be $17,150. Yep. I should say it would be highly unlikely. But if it was, then that would mean that would leave no room in the middle. That would mean that would leave then if it was, then that would mean that it's almost completely tilted to the point where um, um, the men who make up over 120 represents disproportionately high numbers of the other side of the 17 point um, 17.150. Well, let me break this down. Let's uh, let's say they interviewed a thousand people to get this number, right? It would mean that of that, five hundred of them would make less than seventeen thousand one hundred and fifty dollars, and the other half makes more than seventeen thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. Now, in order for her statement to be true, that men with higher incomes, that black men with higher incomes are more likely to be married, it would mean that the remaining half is almost completely filled with 120,000 a year men, which means that um, in the survey, it would jump from 17,150 to $120,000. Like it'll be, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, 8,000, 9,000, 10,000, 11,000, 12,000, 13,000, 14,000, 15,000, 16,000, 17,000, 120,000. That is how the statistics will work. Statistics generally do not work like that. But even if it does, then that means that if you are a man who makes anywhere between $17,150 and $120,000, you're shit out of luck. You are shit out of luck. They either want you at the bottom or at the top. If you're in the middle, you are shit out of luck.
All right, let me get this last one. So, when we look at black men ages 16 and up who work year round in the labor force, Full time, the rates are at 37%. 37% of men age 16 and up in the black community have worked or work in the labor force full time. 37% of men. So let me show you all something. Hold on. I'm going to show you all what she's see. I'm going to show you how disingenuous she's going to she is. Hold on. OK, so this is the stat that she's using right now. I want to point out how she is deliberately saying. In the labor industry right now. I'm going to um, read these super chats and then I'm going to reveal what she is deliberately hiding, even though it's on the same page. Usama um, Abdul says, uh, we have to start having discussions um, on the real numbers of what people are actually making. I agree. Um, one third of the global population lives on less than $5 a day. Yeah, this is, this is a domestic um, conversation, but um, yeah, that is true. Um, uh, let's, let's count our guy, our good fortune. Great stream GC. Absolutely. And they still get married. Just saying. In fact, you would probably, if you make more than $5 a day, you would probably be better off with one of them because they seem to marry. Yeah. Anyway, um, I have noticed as of lately, um, that more and more black men are saying that it's over or it's finished, uh, meaning that they finally had enough of black women. Do you think, um, they mean it is time for, um, uh, or excuse me, mean, um, it this time, or, um, is it just a vent? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I do think that men are exploring their options. Um, black men are exploring their options more. And, um, because a lot of, Black relationships are based on black loyalties, including Irene Vets. And I think that there is like, uh, on the man's part, by the way, she obviously isn't loyal to black men because she married a white guy. So, you know, in her prime. So, and gave the black man what was left over. So, yeah, I do think that, I mean, I do think that um, the younger generation of women are getting it together. They're learning uh, from the mistakes. But yeah, I do think that um, like younger Gen Xers, older millennials, like that age range is saying, okay, the culture isn't going to change. And we are now of the age to where the women are no longer fertile. So, you know, we have to consider other options. All right. And, um, oh yeah. And this one right here. Now, what she is deliberately hiding from her audience 
is the white collar. You can see it here on the bottom uh, with the red line through it. It says white collar makes up 41%. Black men, 41%. So she's always going to focus on the worst. She's always going to focus on the worst. All right. So let me move out of that. Seven percent. Can't. I really can't. So when we look at black men ages 16 and up who work year round in the labor force full time, the rates are at 37%. 37% of men mm -hmm. age 16 and up in the black community and the labor force have worked or work in the labor force full time. 37% mm -hmm. of men in the labor so force. My question is my question. Once again, in the labor force. Hold on. Let me see if I could, um, if I can find where she got that staff from so I can look at the whole thing. Ah, here we go. She leaves the links to this stuff on our, our page. So, all right. Can y'all see it? Let's see. Yep. Y'all can see it. All right. Now let's break this down actually. So 69% uh, work in the labor force, huh? Well, all right. Percent of the labor force who are employed. Oh, oh, oh. 89%. Oh, oh, oh. Huh. Huh. Okay. Below poverty, 21%. Okay. Which means that 79% are above poverty. Huh. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. I'm confused. Because according to this, at least in the labor field, you have 21% below poverty, meaning that 79% are above poverty. Then why is it? Why is it? that the ones who are married happens to be 50% below poverty. Wait, 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 wait. So even though 79% is above poverty, 50% that are married is below poverty, 71% above, 50% below. 71% above, 50% below. Wait, what? What? You see, here's the thing. 
in a healthy population, these numbers will be equal or close. But 17,000 is a lot less, a lot less. It's, it's about a third of the median income of black men. The median income of black men in the labor force, you know, we, we didn't even get into like the uh, white collar and how much they make, but in the labor force alone, 70, um, this is the median. So how come your marriage numbers don't reflect that? Oh, it actually deals with the type of women and control of relationship that these women are choosing to marry. All right, so we're gonna do her closing thoughts. Let me stop the screen share. And then I'll open up the panel for a little bit. But let me just say this. Well, actually, I'll get her, I'll get her closing thoughts on that. But and then I'll say it. Should now becomes is the problem that black women are passing up huge amounts of high income earning. Well, you're passing up at least at least seventy one percent. So I would say, yes, yes, you are. Now, I want to point out that this isn't a matter of high or low. She made it a point to say high income men. This is a matter of deliberately going towards low income guys. Now, these are low income women doing it. Because this is the household income, the 17000 that's the household income. But yeah, it does seem like poorer Blacks are marrying at a much higher rate than wealthier ones, both men or women. Like, like if you are a man or a woman who makes 17 k or more, you're extraordinarily less likely to get married, is what it's saying. Black men who are educated or... Is the problem that that is the problem, but go ahead. Black women love black men so much that despite the fact that not even 40% of you work full time year round, despite the fact. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop right there where she said black women love black men so much. See, I wish I could play copywritten music sometimes, you know, like times like this. I just I just want to I want to put this up, right? I want to I want to put this up. Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the fucking love? Right now, only 
of you are in a loving relationship. Separation isn't love. Where's the love and separation? Where's the love and divorce? Can't really say much about the widow stats. Where's the love of never getting married? Where is the love? Tell me, where is the love? We love y'all so much. Where's the love? That there are only 2.5 million upper-class black men. Notice how she said only again. There are only 2.5 million upper-class black men. But she doesn't say only when she talk about the prison stats. Now, is, does she? Yeah, get the likes up, people, please. When she talk about the prison stats, she, she won't say only. She won't say only 2%. She'll say 2,000 out of 100,000. Y'all see how manipulative this chick is. Out of a population of like 16 million who are 18. Okay. Actually, let's do the math. Let's do the math. Because we already know that um, 2,000 out of 100,000 is, um, is, is 2 million or excuse me, um, is 2%. Let's see what percent is 2.5 out of 16. Those of you, you know, Rain Man type people can probably tell me right now, but I can't. So let's say 2.5 divided by 16 is, oh, 15%, 15.6%. So it's a whole bunch. It's a whole bunch when it's 2%, but when it's 15% good, or exceptional, it's only 15.6%. What about the 2% that are in prison? Y'all see how, and keep in mind that this is at the top. You're ignoring everything else in the middle and what's in the middle, most everybody. Most everybody, like, like apparently 83% of black men who you don't even think are worth mentioning, but they make more than 70, um, 17K, you won't even consider them as men, as plausible men. Yeah, I know that there's only, no, I'm gonna go with her lies. I'm gonna go with her lies, like even with her lies, because it can't be 16 million. That would leave no, no room for women and children. You know, but if we go without the lies, even with the lies, we still beat the prison stat, which is probably an exaggeration as well. But even without that, even without that, like let's let's do um, we still it's still fifteen percent. But let's do two point five divided into um, let's say thirteen point five. Eighteen point And keep in mind that these are the um, high ones. She's completely ignoring the low ones. Now, according to this, according to this, there are more black men making 120K than there are ones making 17K. 
and yet they are still choosing. At least 50% of them are choosing to be with the 17K dude. And once again, 48% are not choosing at all. Which means that that 48% is refusing to get with all the guys. Now, let's continue. Despite the fact that we outnumber black men by the millions, despite the fact that the upward mobility, the intergenerational upward mobility of the black community is stagnated not by the women. Yes, it is stagnated by the women. If you choose to not marry your men and divorce at a rate of 13% when you do, then there is no generational wealth. You are stagnating it. But by the men, statistically, looking at multi-generational wealth of black people in the United States. Without family, there is no multi-generational anything. Using U.S. Census Bureau data. Is it the fact that black women, despite all that, keep choosing the black men that are available because they are just that loyal to our people? Or is the problem that they're passing over this imaginary class of black men that claims to be so deep on YouTube? Imaginary class of black men. Okay, according to your stat, hold on, which one was it? According to your own stat here, it's not so imaginary. Like, see, here's the thing. She's speaking as if if you don't make 120K or more, you don't exist. If you don't make 120K or more, you might as well make 17K. But this right here is not imaginary. And that's just the blue collar dudes. This is not a figment of imagination. Which means that there there exists women who are overlooking these guys for the guys that make 17K. And then when she says these guys don't exist, well, the 120K plus guys don't exist in large numbers. But basically, you have three different types of black men that you deal with. One, 120K plus. Two, 17K minus. Or three, none at all. And that's because you're a freaking moron. All right, let's continue. You're one of the 7% of black people with money. And what you're doing is hanging on, hanging out on YouTube. Women aren't getting with black people. They're getting with black men. 
and your stat before doesn't even make sense because it's black families. And see, but once again, once again, she said the 7% with money. Hold on right quick. And let's just go under the assumption that this isn't households because let's get into her brain for a second. So basically, um, 17 7% with money. She's talking about the people who make 150K or more, right? The 4% and the 3%. And let's just assume this means black men. I know it doesn't, but she's talking as if it does. So let's go with that. So basically, if you make 50 to 150K, you don't have any money. If you make, if you make um, 25 to 50K, you don't have any money. And if you make 15 to 25K, you don't have any money. You don't have any money if you make 25K. The only people with money seems to be the bottom 20%. Like, it's, it's very weird. You're ignoring 80% of the population. I'm talking about like 17 below. You're ignoring that. Or 70% of the population. You're ignoring the bulk of the population. There are more people in middle class than there are in poverty. There are more people in working class than there are in poverty. However, you seem to, to just ignore this 61% and go straight to poverty or go straight to, to the top. What is fucking wrong with you? complaining are we supposed to believe that and moving forward every black man that comes onto a panel and says that he earns six figures i just want us to remember this live and how statistically that man is full of crap and therefore it cannot be a actually it doesn't mean that that man is full of crap at all. And very few black men are on here saying that, making that claim. I know I don't make that claim. Fantastic doesn't make that claim. Bernard, very few. And I, th and I strongly suspect the ones who do make that claim actually do because their cash apps and super chats reflected, you know, like Ike, Ike doesn't even make that claim, but it's kind of like, you know, a parent. Actually, I can't think of the last person who actually made that claim. Yeah. This is just a humble for the sake of humbling. A real conversation. It cannot be a real conversation. And if all we're going to have are make-believe conversations from La La Land with each other, then why are we even talking? Yeah, not even classy young man made that made that assertion, and he obviously does. And Kevin Samuel obviously does, but he don't really say that either. As long as we're being fake, we'll never fix anything real. I just want to repeat that. As long as we are being fake, we will never fix anything real. And that's the only reason I'm calling this out. Okay. 
So basically, according to her, um, at least 2.5, according to her, at least 2.5 million um, black men make 120K or more. And it is reasonable to assume that of that, when you're dealing with a population of hundreds, you know, that actually watch the shows um, at a time, I have 116 people watching. Hit the like button, please. That some of them makes 100K or more. I mean, we already calculated that's like 15%. Makes sense. But enough of the tits. Fellas, what's on your mind? What's going on, Game Changer? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Uh, let's what's start good, with. Uh, uh, what's good? What's good? Let's start with uh, CJ. Yeah, it's this is just really fascinating because this reminds me of the lady from Seattle to when remember that time when she said basically that all black men are ineffectual, and so I just picked the most attractive man. That's kind of what she's hitting at here because she's basically saying, like, look, from 60k on up up until six figures, there's no money. So basically, most black men have no money, so then I might as well just pick whoever I like the most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just fascinating. Like, so many women feel like, look, either you have six figures or you're broke just like everybody else. And so, exactly. Exactly. So, and so, so then the I might as well pick whoever's the cutest. Well, the guy who makes $99,999.99, uh, he don't exist, or he might as well make $17,000, is essentially what, what you're getting at. Yeah, okay. That's, that's what they all say when they call in the Kevin show. Well, I need a a six to need a guy on my level. Could you respect the average guy? No, I couldn't respect the average guy. That's that's the sentiment for most women these days. But these are average women, and I'm not even talking about women who are average um, at best looking. I'm talking about their income is also average. Like just like just like um, Irene Vet accuses the black men of lying. Yeah, exactly. Those are the ones who call on the Kevin show every day talking about they making all this money. Yeah, exactly. Like the men aren't really talking because you know it's 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 poor taste to really for um being a man, you kind of know that throwing your income out there, you know, yeah. whether it's high or low, is either going to get you hate, jealousy, envy, or mockery and disrespect. So you just might as well not even say it. You know, like if you're on the low end, you're going to get mocked and disrespected. If you're on the high end, you're going to get the envy and jealousy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So most most brothers don't really, really say it. And we've learned a long time ago that it's not polite, but um, to do that. But um, but the women do call in the Kevin show and they do state their income and they state that more than their, like he don't have to ask them their income, but he do have to ask them their age, you know, um, weight and dress size, you know, or age, height and dress size. Like he do have to do that. It's funny. But and, go work. And then a lot of them, they don't like when, when he starts asking them questions, it's not even that they're making six figures currently. It's that they're projecting like I'm in school right now. And when I graduate, I'm going to be making this. And so a lot of them, those are the ones who are mostly capping. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Those two. Yeah. All right. Um, Archer, what's on your mind? Archie, you there? Okay, Mel. What's good? What's good? Nothing much. All right. This is the same. This is the same ghetto gagger chick, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, no, not her again. Man. You know, you, you know, you really see through her bullshit what she's trying to say, man. She's mad that she couldn't get wiped up by those two percenters and shit. So it's dancing, you know, it meant it's, you know, ain't shit. Everything. But she did That's get wiped up by a two percent guy. For real? Or you should. Oh, I mean, last well, time I she heard claimed, about her, you know, she was she claimed, but by her logic. Oh, she claimed, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so by her logic, if black men are capping when they claim that they make over six figures, then we could say the same about your husband. Then technically, her husband don't make six figures like she. Well, by she her made. logic, you I know. mean, by her logic, yeah, yeah, by her yeah. conclusion, yeah. rather, yeah. You can see through it though, right? I mean, this is bullshit. Like, yo, if you if you got that two percent of that you claim you have, put in quotations. Why are you trying to spend your most of your time trying to down the type of black man that you say you got? It is a contradiction. Basically, um, exactly. basically what you're saying is um, how can you claim that this these guys don't exist and black women um, can't get them when you got them? That doesn't make sense. So, yeah, she kind of <laughs> spent the whole video saying that these guys don't exist and black women are settling, but you didn't settle. So what you did, she did you're just, you're just, you're just backing uh, Crystal and Karazin, or um, you're just backing the woman from Seattle. Um, you're just backing what she's, what she's saying. Exactly. All right, Pablo, what's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Game Changer? Once again, you know, I don't know what it is about you IT guys, man, but you guys uh, always uh, enlighten me. <laughs> always enlighten me and, and I'll give you a, an example of my friend named Greg who he's a real boss he's a real high value man he owns an IT company that runs the computer network for the Atlanta Public Library he employs about I don't know five or six people who earn 50k or more a year so he's 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 a real businessman right is he married he's divorced oh okay so shouts out to Greg. So when we were in high school, there was a particular girl. Uh, her name was Risha. Mm -hmm. Pretty girl. And I decided I was going to shoot my shot. I'm 16 years old. I got a car. I got a part time job at Bush Gardens, which is like the, uh, you know, Disney World, King's Dominion. Uh, you name your local uh, uh, Six Flags, you know. Your local right, uh, right, so park. park, yeah, right, 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 right. So I'm on, I'm, I'm at the roller coaster, right? I'm on the right. Loch Ness monster, working. So that's a fly job for a 16 year old, right? Right. I'm like, I'm gonna shoot my shot at Risha. So my friend Greg says to me, "You ain't gonna get that." He's like, uh, "She ain't gonna like you." I was like, "What are you talking about? You crazy?" I mean, this is what I said in my head. I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, really?" He said, "Nah." He said, uh, she only likes thugs. Mm -hmm. I said, well, let's replace the word thugs with low performing males. Okay. Let's replace that word with low performing male. Mm -hmm. He says, she only likes low performing men. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever. I'm fly. Right? Mm -hmm. I roll up I was riding through downtown. I see the chick. I pull up. Hey, uh, is it your name, Risha? Yeah. I said, oh, okay. How you doing? I'm, 
I'm 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 Pablo. You know what's um I go to have you know such such a high school, you know um so I, you know I started talking to her, and uh, she did give me her number. Um, but lo and behold, my friend was correct. Okay, I had no shot. Mm-hmm. Which kind of further, and this happened at a at a young age, but Risha never really ended up with any male of 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 any uh, decent reputation, success, or or even stability. Okay. So my anecdotal evidence is that I've experienced these things that you're pointing out in real life. Once again, you've gone. Uh, behind treacherous lines to the sisterhood uh you, you must be the wind talker of the sisterhood well i infiltrated them remember yeah you're you're you're, you're the wind talker of the whisper uh, of the sisterhood you somehow managed to decode uh all of the 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 double talk the the, the finessing of the numbers and all of that so shouts out to you thank you thank you but yeah um your friend though the problem is, is that they're not getting married at all. You know, like that's the problem. She's not, she didn't get married at all. So she would even, she would fall into that 48%. But to say that, you know, oh, we're doing this out of love somehow is false, is completely false. Like I could, I could even see if they had like a high marriage rate and that marriage rate just happens to be in, um, um, of poverty, but they don't even have that. Like to make that claim is just ridiculous. I mean, they act like they're passing up on Prince Charming and like doing us a favor or some shit. What was you saying? I said they act like they're passing up on Prince Charming, like they're doing us a favor or something. Like they just have all the options in the world. They just choose to pass up on a rich, non-black guy to get with the, you know, a, a nigga working at Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But they're not even getting at the guy that's working at Walmart. That That's what's killer. Yeah, that's perfect, what's perfect example, Game Changer. Lonnie Love. You said from the real. Claims she got this most amazing guy that she makes more money at and runs the hell out of him, but still talking shit about black men so much. And yet, you would tell her, you know what? If you, talk so, if you don't like black men like that, they're white men. Okay, you got some white men. Somebody's still talking trash about black men so much. Because she's not happy dude, with her choice. You, you dated down. Exactly. You still dated down. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and I think that they don't want to admit the reason that they're dating down. Um, and it's several. But the primary reason that they're marrying down is because they're of low value themselves, far too many of them. Meaning that, like, Lonnie Love, like, she married down because she is down. She is ill qualified to get with the 2.5 million black men and however million white men that make a certain amount. You know, she's of now Jenny Ma could get it, and she did get it because she is of significantly higher value. She's more attractive. Yeah. And in addition to that, she's more submissive and she's exactly. tolerable. And, and she learned from her mistake from a previous marriage. She yeah. Self accountability. So a lot of women don't do. But to, to claim the the non-existence of guys, while you displayed, Irene, that you displayed the articles proving that the guys exist at a rate of 2.5 million, you displayed that article 
and then claim that these guys don't exist. And then you also display statistics showing that the guys in the middle exist. Yet, even with that, over half of the ones who are married in the sample population are married to guys that make less than 15 or excuse me, $17,150 less than, you know, like this is a matter of choice. This isn't a matter of few options. And what we see on Kevin's show really reflects that. But Archer, did you, are you there? Did you get a chance to talk? I'm not looking at the screen, so I don't know if you already spoke. Yeah, I was going to say something. Excuse me for in the background. I don't think she's good at math at all. I mean, at a certain point as a grown woman, you got to learn how to read charts. And the fact that she still can't tell the difference between, like, an uh, individual chart and a household income chart, it's fucking sad. It's pretty sad. But, yeah, put me on mute. I'm doing a lot of shit. I'll come back in later. <laughs> all right. Um, so, put me on mute. so, okay, I got you. So she's either bad at math or she's just being deliberately um, disingenuous. And I think it's the latter because she's using words like, you know, only and every. And, you know, she's saying things like, you know, 2000 per every 100,000 as opposed to 2%, which is what it actually is. I think that she is reading the numbers reasonably um, well. She has a reasonable understanding of the numbers. She's just manipulating them. She's finessing them or she's displaying them in a way to make them sound to her favor. she uh, She's speaking with an agenda, in other words. And her agenda is to present Black women as a group of women who have no choice but to date, mate, and relate to the um, to the bottom, um, let's just say, um, let's just say 15% of Black men, economically speaking. Like, we do this because we have no choice. It's like, well, probably, but it was, but don't say that the guys don't exist. Like, I can understand why so many of you don't have a choice because so many of you are low value yourselves and you deserve a guy that makes 17K. I mean, you know, to be quite frank, you know, if you're extra, if you are at the bottom, you know, 15 to 20% physically, then it would make sense that you would get with a man who is in the bottom 15 to 20% economically. Like, that makes sense. And if yeah, you are, it's like, oh. yeah, go for it. It's like they have to ignore. Let's say I would say it's probably around like you know, forty to sixty percent of black men who are making between like fifty and eighty thousand. But they have to ignore that group because if if they start talking about that group, then they have to explain how come you can't get one of all of those men who are in the middle. Exactly. Once you talk, if you talk about the low end, you can say, well, they're they're not qualified. And if you talk about the high end, well, it's not too, it's not that many of them. And you have to ignore the middle because they don't have an ex explanation for why they can't get one of those men either. Well, um, and as far as what they want goes, it does seem like they they require an overabundance of one of two things. That's time or money. Yeah. A man who makes 17K has a lot of, um, or less than 17K, because keep in mind that this is their combined income, meaning that she probably makes 15 and he probably makes, you know, um, and um, he probably makes two. So they want an overabundance of time or money. I repeat, they want an overabundance of time or money. Meaning that if you're not sitting at home um, for, for 18 hours a day waiting to eat my pussy, <laughs> 
then because you have to work, then that work needs to bring home 120K or more. It also seems like 120K is the um, baseline for submission. Like you got to have six figures to get submission. And so yeah. if you have less than that, look, they, that's when they start talking about, oh, we're partners and I'm not behind my man, I'm beside him and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Hold on right quick. But that's a common thing. Uh, that's a common theme of the, like no one is looking in the middle. It's 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 like a it's like a ice cream sandwich with radish in the middle. Like you know, some of them just eat the bread. I'm gonna just eat <laughs> the portion that's at the top or at the bottom. I'm going to ignore what's in the middle. It's like, but that is like the whole point of the sandwich. Yeah, it's like they don't like the middle because, and I've heard many women say this. Why should I have to submit if I have to work too? Well, it's like, yeah, you have to work, but most women work. Also, it's a simple math equation. Your 50 it's, and his 50 is 100. So and that is why I kept saying that one stat is a family stat. That is why theirs is higher and better because they have more families. She's combining her 45K with his 55K and they are making a hundred, putting them in a different bracket. Y'all can't point. do that. Prove our point, JC. She's not with a dude that makes over a hundred K like she claims she is. She's adding her income and their income. And not only that, just like you always says, she's not the most hottest girl to get with those type of dudes to have those benefits. So that only shows also too the failures of their own sexual gratification. Not every woman's going to be hot. And this will remind them how do women get more benefits. And that's one of them. They could be submissive housewives, stay at home, and don't have to do a damn thing because they're hot and submissive and make sandwiches for these dudes. She's not right. one of them. Okay, so I'm going to... Um, I agree with you. I agree with you, Mel. I mean, you know, I don't... I mean, I do... She she is getting over on a low bar, and the black community is a low bar. Um, but Asian Asian doctors tend to not marry um, divorcees with four kids. Oh hell no! Hell they no. they kind of marry somebody who's younger, hotter, sexier, childless. Because of legacy, they more focus on their legacies. You know they build businesses yeah. like crazy. They, that's enforcing their culture. But that's because they also have an abundance of that to choose from. We don't. Yep. But um, let me let me see. Um, Michael Ross, that's it. Let me see the questions um, before I close down. Because this is going to be a short one. And it is. It's kept in under two hours. So Wait, You know what, Game Changer? Us men now starting to have more options. <laughs> if you're thinking about it that way, because some of us will start daying out. Don't have well, US. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, so you have to preach black loyalty because it's the only way it'll work. Yeah. Mel, what? Oh, sorry. Well, I'm I'm in the background. In the background. Sorry. All right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. And, and so there is a market. Trust and believe there is a market for loyal black men. Once a woman, a loyal black high value man. If a woman can um, find a black man who is loyal to the community or the community, whatever you want to call it, then she has found herself a good thing. 
He's never going to leave. And there's no competition. All she has to do is, you know, not be fat. And she has beaten 80% of the population. 80% of the population just by not being fat. So they want to keep guys in this loyalty thing. And then when we question their behavior, you know, like, um, why is there, why are most of our marriages consistent, uh, or why does half of our marriage consist of uh, couples that make less than 17,000? Like, oh, it's because uh, wealthy black men don't exist. Well, they exist at a rate, I mean, you know, maybe not wealthy ones. However, there are black men that exist that don't make 17K, that make more than 17K. Why aren't oh. they getting married? Uh, yeah, that would be most of the black men make more than 17K. <laughs> yes. And by most, we're not talking about like a little bit, like, you know, 49 to 51 percent, you know, 49 versus 51 percent. No, like uh, a good 81 percent make more than that. Like, Jesus. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that that we are an impoverished group of people here, but it's not to that point. It's not to that point where you the only man you could get made 17 thousand one hundred and fifty dollars that is cap if i ever heard it before in my life all right uh can't you date out and still be with a black woman um like spanish black women i'm not a american black woman yeah but um i don't know how that shows up on stats like the one she was talking about because they have like um hispanic non-black category and I actually don't really know like on the on the household statistic what do they classify her previous household as because it's mixed? So, you know, but yeah, uh, no, that's true. No. Uh, I can answer that because I'm actually okay. married to a lady and I had to fill out a shitload of paperwork. Uh, you're, you're, you, you faded away. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I was getting a call, but in that, in that paperwork uh, for immigration, they consider all Latinos regardless of race as a separate group yeah so it's 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 latina uh, uh hispanic not um uh, hispanic non-black oh, well anyway I, I forgot i forgot how they word it but they word it in such a way that no no they have black so. hispanic as a category and white hispanic as a category and then when they say black people right. they say non-hispanic yeah not Hispanic, black, right? That's how they. That's how they separate us out from them. Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah I agree exactly. with that. So I think that um, I think that this one, uh, Mel. I think that was Mel that was asking um, that the stats that were given here were um, were um, black, non-Hispanic, but it also includes what the hell. It also includes. Um, Africans. So there is that. If that um, if that helped. All right. So um, with that, make sure everybody hits the like button. Does anybody have any closing thoughts before I before I get out of here? Okay. Well, with that, I want to thank the cash apps and super chats. I want to thank the managers and moderators, those who are listening silently, and those who participate in the chat. 
Once again, make sure you hit that like button on your way out. Email me for the link for movie night. This week's movie is going to be Black Panther. And once again, this is Game Changer 00100. Game over. Peace.